Tonight's pretty simple, but even if it's simple, it has to be the Holy Spirit to teach us the message, correct? Um, the verse is, anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work, doing something useful with their own hands, that they may have something to share with those in need. This is the word of the Lord. Praise be to God. Thank God, Lord. Thank you, Father, for this, this, this day that you've given to us. Thank you for this opportunity and privilege to be again gathered in, in physically in this building that you provided, in this church body that you've chosen for us. We thank you for all the blessings that you've given to us, Lord God, for all the protection and the guidance to us and to our family. We thank you for our spouse, our children, our friends, and our family. We thank you most especially for our salvation. Lord, forgive us for all of our sins. Hear our prayers, Lord God. And now, Lord, as we study your word, may your Holy Spirit be the one to teach us, Lord God. Open the eyes of our hearts. Humble our hearts. Open our minds, Lord God. And let us hear you. As they hear your voice, Father, I pray that they will hear your voice speaking to them. We ask all this in your Son's mighty name, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. All right, so we're still in this series, Book of Ephesians, if it's not obvious. <laughs> I know we're taking our time, right? We're taking our time. We're, we're almost there, guys. Almost there. Um, so it's about stealing. And uh, the title of our message is, message is, uh, next slide, please. I don't know what it is. Jack of old traits. Quack, quack, quack. I don't know. I try. I try. We should be jack of all trades, right? But we're talking about Paul has been repeatedly trying to tell the Christians in, the, in Ephesus that, yes, you are saved by grace, not by works, but there has to be a change in your lifestyle, right? We've been, we studied about lying and we studied about anger last week, right? And now we're going to be studying about, a, you know, there has to be a change. If you are stealing before, you should no longer steal anything, right? You should get a job. Just don't jack anybody. That's why jack, because the slang of, of stealing or robbing is jack. I got jacked last night. We should jack him because he has a lot of money. Uh, there are 2.5 million burglaries annually in the United States. Imagine, according to the United States Department of Justice yearly data, with over half of these being home invasions. Further crime analysis reveals there are four primary types of burglaries. Completed burglary, forcible entry, unlawful entry without force, and attempted forcible entry. Now, here's some, some, some stats here. So, homes without a security system are 300% more likely to be broken into and burglarized. That's from alarms.org. So I don't know how dependable that is because they're selling alarms, right? 46.9% of people don't have a home security system installed in their home. That's from the zebra.com. 83% of would-be burglars check for the presence of an alarm system before attempting a break-in. That's from the FBI. So, but I suggest not to lie about those fake alarm systems because that's lying, right? Or putting a sign saying, beware of dogs, but you don't have dogs. 
Don't be a liar. <laughs> 34, 34% of burglars use the front door when breaking into a home. See? Lock your doors, right? They use it. They try it. Bureau of Justice. There are 2.5 million burglaries annually in the United States. 66% of these home invasions. You know, United Department, U.S. Department of Justice. And then this is, this is, the, this is the most frustrating thing. Police solve only 13% of reported, reported burglary cases, right? Right. Thank you. Uh, so we're going to continue. Um, so the first point is the problem. The problem is this. There's a problem about stealing, right? What's the, what is it? The problem is stealing. Anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work. Because that's the eighth commandment, if you've forgotten, Exodus 20, verse 15. Now, if you're sitting there and you're saying, you know, I'm a good guy, man. I got money. I don't need to steal anything. I, I work. I don't steal. So let's, maybe it'll help again. That's why I said it's pretty, quite simple, but I think there's a message in it because the definition of stealing, according to Dr. Peter Tanchi, a, a pastor at CCF in the Philippines, he says, stealing is taking what is not rightfully yours without permission to withhold or keep what should be given. That's also stealing. If you know that you have to give it and you don't, that's stealing, right? Now, the question should be, oh, what are the things we steal, right? At, so at work, the obvious, so obviously when you steal, if it's not yours, you take it, you put it in your pocket, right? When you go see a house and you go to the master bedroom, you see a couple of jewelry there and you put it in your pocket, <laughs> now, we advise our clients to put away those things that they can be put in the pockets. But at, at work, right? You get people steal things at work. And then, and then this, for the kids that are going to school, college or high school or elementary, when you go to school and you're not studying, which is what ex is expected of you, you're stealing from your parents, right? So... Me, Jamie and I stole a lot from our parents. <laughs> we stole from them many years. Because that's what ex is expected. You're expected to study. At work, if you are on your Facebook, your Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, and not working, Jackie's like, right? If you're watching Pacquiao fight last night instead of working, <laughs> you're stealing from your work. Right? You're stealing. And then the, the, the other thing, the worst thing, is if you're stealing from God. Because you are to give back your tithe to Him. And if you've justified it many times, just like stealing. When we have justified it, we've rationalized it. Right? It's really not stealing. It's not going to hurt them. It's the Eldorado. Who cares if I take 20 of their pens? Right? They're not going to miss it. Right? I work for Vista Print. I take three rims of paper. They're not going to miss it. It's not going to hurt them. You rationalized it and you're just stealing constantly. And then look at this. 
Uh, next slide, please. I don't know why this is not working. I thought it was on. Uh, next slide, please. Uh, there you go. Genesis 2, 5, chapter 2, verse 15 to 17. The Lord God took man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and care of it. And the Lord God commanded the man, You are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. From when you eat from it, you will certainly die. That was the command. Everybody thinks it's a command, right? Because we, we know it's a command. But at the same time, they stole from God. Because they were told not to eat from the fruit, from the tree. But they did. In chapter 3, verse 6, when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing in the eye to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. We all know it, right? We all know this story. But this is the first stealing that occurred in the world. And we up to now are suffering from this. They were told not to do it, not to take from it, and they took what was told not to be taken. So people are going to say it's human nature, right? It's, it's, it's unavoidable, sure, but it's a form of stealing, right? It's, whenever we steal, we're breaking that command. Now, sadly... Many Christians have fallen into that until now. See, Paul has been saying that, yes, you are saved by grace, but there has to be a change in your, in your life. There has to be a change in your life. We, we spoke about anger last week. We were talking about moods, right? And the, before that was about lying. Lying and stealing kind of are lined up, right? And there's some, some, some more stats for you. A paper given at an American Psychological Association symposium on employee theft presented a breakdown on the $8 billion that inventory shortages cost department and chain stores every year. $8 billion every year. $8 billion. That's a lot, right? Now, this is, these are the errors. These are the, the, why the, re, the, the breakdown of it. 10% were due to clerical error, clerical errors. 30% to shoplifters, again, stealing. And a shocking 60%, $16 million per day, theft by the employees. Imagine that. Yeah, so this, our world has sunk into this. And you know why the cops don't resolve, the, they don't try to solve any of these crimes? Because you know what they tell you? Go talk to your insurance. You know, August 8th of 2019, my family and I experienced being robbed. Uh, Anna Lou and Gianna came back from the Philippines. Alonzo and I picked them up at the airport in San Francisco. I had a great idea to eat at this Chinese restaurant in uh, Richmond, California. My family for many years have told me, my family from there said, don't eat there, that's the ghetto. And, and you know, it's been many years because me and the Mariano family, we love eating there, Daimo, <laughs> Daimo restaurant, so don't eat there at night. 
they said, don't go there because, you know, bad things happen there. But I said, you know, I'm like, those are my people. You know, <laughs> it's not going to happen to me. It's not going to happen to me. We were enjoying each other's company because we had been separated for a month. We were enjoying our dinner. Somebody comes in and says, somebody's car has been broken into. The shock and the horror to our family when we saw that the window was broken, the things were taken, right? Imagine the shock. Just imagine if it were you. If, so sadly, before I was a Christian, I used to do that. I would break into cars to take people's stereos just for kicks. It was, it was a play. It was a game that me and my friends were doing. Not thinking of the, 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 the pain that I was causing other people. Many years later, God made me experience what I, was made, what I made those people feel. Gianna was in tears. Some, some, you know, there were some Filipinos there that minded their own business. <laughs> but there were some Tongans there that were pretty compassionate. and they were, they were, It was shocking. So... Stealing, we think, doesn't hurt anybody. Those people that stole from us, they probably thought, oh, they could just claim, you know, make a claim in their insurance. And we did, you know, we did. Um, they tried to charge things in, my, in our credit cards. And we had to drive from, from California back to Reno with a broken uh, window in the back. So it felt like we were back in the Philippines for a little bit, you know. <laughs> Road noise and wind pushing against you. But it's, it, we think it doesn't hurt anybody. And those people, as Paul said here, they should have just gotten a job, right? So now imagine you now, if that, was, that were you before, and now you're a Christian and you're still practicing that, right? Because in, in Ephesus, obviously, Paul has heard the news that some of his Christian brothers and sisters that used to do that lifestyle were still doing it. So Paul said, remember, in, 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 again, in chapter 2, verse 8 to 9, it says, by grace, not by works, right? But then now Paul is telling us how to live our lives. There has to be a change. Yes, we're saved by grace, but things, you need to let go of the old self. Your jack of old lifestyle, you need to let it go. Because the new self needs to be living in you. And that's the life that you need to be living in and need to be exercising. $16 million per year or per day is what employees steal from their employers. Now, why do we need to stop stealing other than it's a command from God? Why is it, why is it wrong? Why is it, why does, the, the why should be, why does someone or anybody steal? And it's because of greed and lack of faith in God. Greed and lack of faith in God. Now, an unbeliever will not have faith in God, correct? So that's the answer there. They have no faith in God and they're greedy. But the question should be, if you're a believer already, you should have faith in God, correct? That God will provide for you. That God will provide your needs. And then if you're greedy, you should be aware of it that, oh, this is me being too much. All right, let's read this. So don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? 
These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly Father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. And He will give you everything you need. Need! Christians, need! Need! Stealing is wrong. Amen? The question there is, I don't steal. Some of you are saying, I don't steal. Did you take a pen from work and you took it home? Innocently? <laughs> sure, I'll give you that. I just forgot. I put it in my ear here and I forgot. There was a, 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 a dad was called by the school. And uh, the teacher told him that his son has been stealing pens and papers at school. The dad got mad at the kid, turns at the kid, he goes, why would you do that? I bring so much from the office. We have so much from the office. Why are you stealing from school? <laughs> stealing is wrong because it shows the lack of faith in God. And you know why we steal those little things? You know why sometimes for Christians, let's just say this, okay, as embarrassing as it is, maybe it's not you. Maybe it's the, a different group of Christians because they want to save money, right? They'll take the paper from work this much because they need it because <laughs> they don't want to buy their own printer paper. So they take this much from work and put it on their printer. Or they'll take this paper that they took. They said, oh, I need it. Can I have some at work? And then you put it in your balik bayan box. <laughs> Because you're going to send it to the Philippines, right? You take this many pens when you're applying for work from Harris or El Dorado or Renown. You take this many pens and you're not going to need it. You're going to put it in your balik bayan box so you can send it there, right? We steal these little things thinking, oh, it's not going to hurt them. They're not going to miss it. We steal gloves. Oh, I know Filipinos love to take those gloves, right? We take those gloves, oh, because we're going to wash dishes with them. There's extra na money. Or we take trash bags because we don't want to spend it, right? I I'm just trying to enumerate those little things that, hey, we're not supposed to take those. Okay? I get it. They're not going to miss it. But guess who's watching you? Guess who's watching us? God's watching us. And that's stealing, right? Stealing is wrong. And you know, that's where greed is. You know why it's greedy? Because you don't want to spend your money. So you're greedy. Right? You took, you took what, 10 post-its in, in a month? <laughs> because nobody's noticing it? Because you don't want to spend a dollar fifty. Right? So your, your integrity was worth one dollar and fifty cents. Let's pump it up. Ten bucks. Oh, it's ten dollars din yun, huh? You know? I don't want to spend my gas. I'll spend the company's gas. That's twenty bucks. So your integrity is worth twenty dollars. We have to see these things because it's a form of stealing. Sixteen million dollars per day is what employees, a chain, a department stores and chain stores steal from their employers. That's a lot of money. And us Christians, we need to be different. We need to be different because we have faith in God that God will provide what we need. Amen? And He already has provided what we need. Now, we don't need to be greedy. 
God gave us, it's greedy if you don't want to spend your money because you know why? You're thinking, oh, I have 20 bucks per hour. If I buy 20 bucks, that's an hour of my job. But if I can just take it from work, I'll save money. $20? And then you multiply it, right? It's $80 per year. You times it to 50 pesos, and you're like, that's a lot of money in the Philippines. Right? That's how we rationalize it. We have to think about it, folks. The last thing we really want to hear is a Christian brother or sister that was caught stealing at work. Right? <laughs> yes, amen. <laughs> Why? Why? Why do people steal? Because they, you know what? I mentioned it earlier. Some people don't want to work. That's why they steal. They'd rather steal from you. They'd rather steal from our, our own hard-earned money, right? The stuff that they took from Anna and Gianna were, they, 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 you know, that was pasalubong. Those were things that they were going to bring to people here. They looked at those. They chose those, right? They're like, oh, this is going to be cute on her. This, you know, dad's going to love this. All of those, were, they were taken, right? Because those guys who took it from us didn't want to work. That was their job, I think, I guess. They can rationalize it. Oh, man, do you think it's easy to jack people? <laughs> it takes a lot of study, and, and you know, you got to work at the late hours, shift differential, <laughs> right? It's kind of dangerous because you might get shot if you steal, you know? But it's not a job, right? A job is, fra is, is, is an honest job. That's what Paul is saying, is those of you who used to steal, you need to work now. Now, Christians, there's no problem with work. I don't know why we, the world has given it to us like it's such a bad thing. It's not a bad thing that we work. Especially us Filipinos. I've said it many times because I was shocked too. Because I grew up in the Philippines until I was 16. I didn't, I, wasn't, I didn't need to work, really. So when I got here in the States, everybody was telling me, work, work, work. And then I'm like, why, why, why? <laughs> I don't want to work. My mom and my dad should work for me. Right? Because it's, it's so much easier to steal. Right? So much easier to steal. Put it in your pocket and go about your day. Well, instead of people making, you know, $5 per hour, and then after taxes, and then you steal from them. I mean, our employers, they, they, that's their hard-earned money too. Yeah, they're millionaires, but it took them many Many years to get there. And they have people that are depending on them too. What gave us the right to steal from them? Just because they have more than us? Right now, if we're a Christian, if we're Christians, we are told that we are to work, but must work doing something useful with their own hands. Some people steal from the government by taking advantage of the loopholes in the system. Right? Loopholes. I don't want to declare my income. All of it. So that I can keep the benefits of whatever I'm getting already. That's a form of stealing and lying. When you don't pay your taxes properly, the right way, that's stealing. Unless you're a politician. You have to, you're okay not to do it, I guess. <laughs> I don't see them any getting in trouble <laughs> using work vehicles outside work purposes, 
is a form of stealing. Now, we don't want to spend our own money. That's the thing. We don't want to spend our money on the post-it that we can actually put in our bag and nobody will notice. We don't want to spend money, our own money, on those pens, those papers, those paper clips, those folders. You know, the, the, the thing is this. When you start, it all starts with little things. And then it'll just propel to bigger things. Don't fall into the lie of Satan saying, surely you won't die. Remember in the garden? The serpent told Eve, surely God didn't say. The lie is there. Surely your company won't mind. It's just a shot. They won't know about it. How can they count that liquid there? Take a shot. Take a drink. Get a Coke. Give it to your, call your, your family. Give them a discount. Just charge one out of four people in the buffet. <laughs> you know, it's, there's so many things that we've justified it. We are, to, we are to work and spend our own money. Do not be greedy. Do not steal. Stop it. Stop taking those garbage bags, those, those gloves, you know, mask. <laughs> See, th this is the thing. If you've been taking masks from work and then you're praying to God, Lord, please protect me from COVID. <laughs> I mean, just imagine. Imagine. Right? That's wrong in many ways. Why? Right? You want to protect yourself from COVID, but you sinned against God. Right? Well, at least you don't have COVID. They just sinned. Is that what it is? We are to stop it. We are to use company dollar to, on company's time. And then talk to your friends at your own time. If you need to talk to your friends and your family, do it on your break time. Right? Don't do it while you're on the clock. You're stealing from them. They're paying you 15 bucks an hour not to talk to me. Stop. Don't text me back if I texted you while you're at work. <laughs> I know I do it. Don't do it. Don't. We have to be mindful of these things because the last thing we want to be called are Christians that steal. Amen? Because our God told us, do not steal. It's the eighth commandment. It's the eighth commandment. We are no longer condemned by the law because we're saved by grace, but we are to live righteously we are to live righteously we are to live holy and righteous lives glorifying of the name that we carry amen but must work some people don't want to work christians should stop stealing and work pay for it don't steal it next slide please third how how do we do it how do we stop it how do we stop it we have to stop it by depending on who God, knowing who God is, having faith on Him, and not being greedy. And look at what Paul said. And not being greedy meaning you make the money, but share it. So Paul went from not, do not steal, to share. Paul went from don't steal, work with your own hands, and then share to the people who are in need. Share to the people who are in need. See, there's a big difference there. The new creation, the new man, is being instructed 
to not cheat anybody, to not steal, to not lie, to not be angry. And for tonight's topic, go to work, make your own money, and then share. It didn't say keep it to yourself. But that's what we want to do, right? We make all the money so we can retire early so we don't have to work, so we can stop stealing from our company, right? <laughs> right? No, right? We're, we're told to don't steal, work with their own hands, and then share to the needy. It's a command. Now, do we look around? Do we look around at church? Because we belong to this body, right? Do we look around and do we ask around at least? Or do we even care if, if anybody is in need? Because if you have plenty, you're told to share. Right? The new, creation, the new creation is not only told to stop the old ways of stealing, but it's told to work for his money, and not only that, but to help others. Since we are created in the image and likeness of God, and we are the temple of the Holy Spirit, we are to not only make our own money, but we are to be generous. We are to be kind like our God has been kind to us. Generous means a, a, a new creation and coming from a new family. Here's a, some, some more verses if you're not convinced. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Why am I putting it there? Because if we have faith in God, we need to be trusting in Him, correct? And when, we need, when we're trusting in Him, we know that God has already provided everything we need. And then some. So there's really no need to worry and no need to sin. And, and, and sin against Him by stealing. And in Colossians 3.23 reads, Work willingly at whatever you do as though you were looking for the, working for the Lord rather than for people. So when you're at work and you're getting paid and you're irritated with your supervisor or your company, so you're thinking, you know what, I'm just going to go on my Facebook. I don't care what Joe said last night. I'm going to continue to steal from the company by not doing my job. You have to look at this. Because Paul told us, Christians, see, a Christian should be one of the best employees. A Christian should be one of the best business people. A Christian should have one of the best companies to work for. Uh, Brother Larry, John, and, and Brother Edgar and I were talking about how In-N-Out and Chick-fil-A have the highest pay of uh, starting pay for, uh, for food chains. And they have great benefits because they're Christian-owned companies. Right? I mean, Chick-fil-A is off on Sundays. Right? A, and if you're a Christian, you want to work for Chick-fil-A, I think. In-N-Out has verses on their French fries thing or their drinks. Right? They're, they're, they're sharing it. But see, those owners, those owners were blessed by God because they treated their business as if they were working for God. And they trusted God. They were fair to their employees. Right? So we can be rest assured too that our God is the same God that they have. The same God that, that they trusted, we can trust. The same God that provided for them is going to provide for us. There's no need for us to take extra. Right? A comedian said that his mom kept telling him to take extra napkins or extra tissue or extra uh, uh, 
ketchup and all that stuff. And oh, during his birthdays, it's like Panda Express birthdays because they have Panda Express everything because they stole it. They took extra. His mom's Filipino. <laughs> right? If you don't need extra, don't, don't take it because that's a form of stealing. We need to trust that God provides everything we need. Amen? Be like the Macedonians. Paul shared the story about the Macedonians, where they were so generous. In 2 Corinthians 8, 1 to 5 reads, Now I want you to know, talking to the Corinthian church, dear brothers and sisters, what God in His kindness has done through the churches in Macedonia. They are being tested by many troubles, and they are very poor. But they are also filled with abundant joy, which has overflowed in rich gener gener generosity. For I can testify that they gave not only what they could afford, but far more. And they did it of their own free will. They begged us again and again for the privilege of sharing in the gift for the believers in Jerusalem. They even did more than we had hoped. For their first action was to give themselves to the Lord and to us, just as God wanted them to do. The Christian... Our change as Christians happens from the inside out, right? It happens from the inside out. The material things has to be removed from our hearts. The greediness is a heart issue. And you know what? We're greedy towards God. When we're not giving the right tithe, and you and you and God know it, what truly the 10% is that He impressed in your heart, Right? And if you don't want to give it, and look, well, you're going to say, well, God knows what I'm going through. Well, the Macedonians were going through a lot, as recorded by Paul. Macedonians were, were, they were more than willing to give extra, and they were happy to be a part of it. Why? How come they can do it and we can't? You know why? Because the heart. The heart is still very much entangled to the material things. The heart is still very much entangled to our common sense. If I give $1,000 to the church, that's $1,000 less in my bank account. That only leaves me with $99,000. That's not enough. I need to retire when I'm 45. Right? Right? That's, that's kind of somehow we don't want to give because we don't trust God enough to really be true to His promise. When God says, give, it shall come back to you. Press down, shake it together, and running over. Right? No, we don't believe that. We don't trust that enough. But the Macedonians, they didn't even care about that. What they cared about was they can be part of the work that Paul and his team were, were doing. They wanted to share through their money so that they can be a part of that work, whatever God does through that team. Just like when those of you who donated to the missions, to the missionaries, work has been done. You were part of that. When the gospel was shared to those people, whether they accepted or not, you were part of that. And you encouraged the missionaries and the team. You encouraged the people that were watching in. And you, in turn, have been blessed. Well, some of us, we would rather not give to God. And that's the worst kind, that's the worst kind of stealing. 
Now, if you can steal from God, you can steal from anybody. Right? Right? That's why we tell, we tell our children, you look for somebody who loves God. Because if they love God, they fear God. If they fear God, they'll fear you. Now, the opposite is true. If they don't love God, how can they really love you? God is perfect. You're not. Right? You know, that's another form of stealing too. I, I, I don't have it in my notes, but I've been thinking about it. That's another form of stealing. For the young people, and for those of you who are not married, if you have sex outside, outside of marriage, you stole from your future husband or your future wife of all the vitality that he or she was supposed to experience from you, you let, you stole from them. And if you, boy or you, girl, know that you're not going to marry that person, you're stealing from their husband or their wife, their future wife, future husband. That's a form of stealing. Stealing the purity of the person that you truly know you weren't going to marry in the first place. You, just, you were just out there for a good time. That's a form of stealing. But again, if you can steal from God, what stops you from stealing from people? Right? Now, God says, this is God speaking, right? Remember, we studied Malachi. You people are robbing me, your God. And here you are asking, how are you robbing you? How are we, I think the voice should be, how are we robbing you? Right, because it's so airhead. You are robbing me of the offerings and the 10% that belongs to me. What are the things that comes from God? Our health. Correct? Yes. If God has protected you all these years and kept you healthy, God has blessed you with that. Amen? God has it, God has blessed us with our work, our career, our business. Amen? Amen. And if you are being blessed by, by you because you're healthy and you get to work to the job, to the business that God has given you, yet you are not giving what is truly all His, and all He's asking for is 10%. I remember, I, I, I think I shared the story the last time. The, the husband, a farmer, came to, went to his wife, and he goes, Babe, God has blessed us with two cows. And the, one is the Lord's and one is ours. And, and the wife goes, Praise God. And then two days later, the husband goes, My goodness, something happened. The, the cows got sick. Oh, yeah? And then what? The Lord's cow died. <laughs> and then the wife goes, How do you know it's the Lord? Because it's the dead one. The point is, you know, because you don't want to give it to... Okay, thank you. <laughs> the one, the dead one is God's. You know, we cannot be... God cannot bless us with $100,000. God cannot bless us with $100,000 if we can't give... Because the $100,000 or 10% is what? $10,000, right? How do you expect God to bless you with that if you can't give your $10? Because it starts with $10. Right? $100, the 10% is $10. And you can't give that. But you say, oh, but if God gives you $100,000, Pastor, that 10000 guaranteed. Really? 
Really? You have to ask yourself, really? Is it really the number or is it really your heart? Right? Is it really the number or is it really your heart? Is it really the post-it or the, or the pen or is it really the cash? Or is it really your heart? Right? It's, it's crazy because God, God, for, for God to put this in writing through Paul, for the early Christians back then and up to us now, it only means that we still fall into it. Right? That's the jack of all trades. Uh, next slide, please. Ephesians 4.28. Again, let's read it again. Anyone who has been stealing must not, must steal no longer, but must work doing something useful with their own hands they, that they may have something to share with those in need. In 2 Corinthians 5.17, anyone who belongs to Christ is a new person. The past is forgotten and everything is new. Amen? If you have accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are not to live the same way. Amen? Now, if you were to donate something you stole from work to church, can I just tell you, don't? If I can't stop you from stealing, can I stop you from donating that stolen goods to church? Because the last thing we need is a scandal saying, FICF, you know, this casino found so many things at their church. Stolen goods. <laughs> How are we supposed to explain that? Oh, we're saved by grace. <laughs> we are above the law. Right? We are new creations. Try to, try to think about that. Because I know, I know we've, we've dwelt so much in grace that we've justified living the same way. We have watered down the truth about the need to change for God, to live holy and righteous live, uh, life. We represent Jesus. Amen? Now, there is a story about this English preacher, Roland Hill, Dr. Roland Hill where he surprised the mourners of one of his favorite employees at the employee's funeral, where he told the story that, that he kept a secret. He kept it secret for 30 years. That employee who died, which is one of his favorites, actually tried to rob him 30 years ago. This is a true story. And Dr. Hill said, don't do this. He was at gunpoint. He said, I will give you a job. Don't do this. So the robber said, okay, give me a job. He started working for Dr. Roland Hill. Dr. Roland Hill shared the gospel to the guy. The guy became a Christian, a devout Christian. And he changed. He became, they became best friends. A devout believer and a devout employee. A believer is someone who recognized that he or she is a sinner. Amen? That we need a Savior from the consequences of our sin. And that is Jesus. And we accepted Jesus, right? We believe that Jesus is the one that's going to take us out from the fires of hell and the consequences of our sins. Correct? And that same Jesus, guys, is the same God that we can trust to provide all our needs. So if you cannot afford that, don't buy it much more don't steal it. We're a new creation created in Christ Jesus. 
The old is gone, the new has come, right? That's, that's what it is. We have to recite that to ourselves. If we are being tempted to go back to our old ways and say, nobody's going to know if I put it in my pocket. Nobody's going to know if I'm going to add more stuff here, right? It's, we are new creation created in Christ Jesus. We are no longer the old self. We are to no longer steal anything. Don't steal from your employees by getting on your Facebook when you're at work. Don't steal from your girlfriend or your boyfriend by wanting to have premarital sex with them, especially if you know you're not going to marry them anyway. Because also the Bible says that you are not to, to have sex outside marriage, right? We are not to do those things. We are not to steal from people. We are not to steal from God. And we are not to steal because we are a new creation. Amen? That is our message tonight. Please join me in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for your message this evening. We thank you for uh, the truth, Lord God. As simple as it is, Lord God, that I pray, Father, that uh, we are made aware of the pitfalls that we've taken or we've fallen into because of we've justified the lie. We've believed the lie of the enemy that it's okay to take this and to do that or to not do this. Father, we ask for your forgiveness for the times that we've fallen. We thank you for dying on the cross for our sins so that we don't have to spend a second in hell for the consequences of our sins, but eternity with you because of what you've done on the cross. Father, help us and strengthen us in order for us to live the life that you want us to live. Help us, Lord God, to glorify you with our lives. As we call ourselves Christians, Father, I pray, Lord God, that we will be able to live up to the expectations of the world, but more importantly, to the expectations of you. I pray that we will rely on you completely, that we will trust you, Father God, that we will stop the lie that we have believed, that it's okay to take, even if it's not ours. Help us, Father. May you be glorified with our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And all the Lord's people said, Amen. Amen.